Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Glory to God in the highest. Oh, thank you, Jesus. If you have your Bibles, open them with me to the book of Lamentations. Lamentations. We haven't preached out of that book in a while. Amen. Just go to the book of Jeremiah and make a quick right. Just a book right after Jeremiah. Lamentations. Chapter number 3. Lamentations chapter 3, verse 21. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh, praise God. What a passage of scripture. I want to preach on the subject new every morning. New every morning. You see, the prophet Jeremiah is said to have written the book of Lamentations. Now, Jeremiah, he was known as the weeping prophet because he was given this designation because he prophesied during some dark times and some rough times in the nation's history. At the end, amen, right before they were taken into Babylonian captivity and throughout the, the early captivity days, amen, Jeremiah prophesied, amen, the nation had failed God, amen, and it caught up to them. You see how sowing and reaping is a law that we can't get out of. Nobody can get out of that law, amen. What you sow, you will reap, amen, whether it be good or bad. And sometimes a reaping takes a while, but it comes, praise God. And so they had sowed too much against idol worship, being being just kind of carefree and uh, not really serving the Lord like they should have. And it all came down uh, at once, at, at one particular time, at this time. And Jeremiah wrote his book and then the book of Lamentations. Praise God. And then they, the Jerusalem uh, fell. The city was burned. Many people lost their lives. And then a lot of people were taken captive by Nebuchadnezzar and brought to Babylon. Amen. And for 70 years they were in captivity. You see, a lamentation, that name, that word means a crying out in grief. It means to groan or moan or wail, to mourn or weep, and to be in anguish or sorrow. And when you begin to read the book of Lamentations, you will see from the very first verse and the very first chapter, you'll clearly see why it's named Lamentations. In fact, every verse in chapter 1 is a lamentation. Every verse in chapter 2 is a lamentation. And the first 20 verses in chapter 3 are lamentations. Amen. Praise God. And, and they're sorrowful. And they're, they're just so sad about what happened to Israel. But nestled in right after that 20th verse in chapter 3 are these three verses. Something wonderful happened in those next three verses. A ray of hope shined through the dark clouds of all these lamentations. And we read in verse 21... 
This I recall to my mind. Therefore have I hope. Another version puts it this way. Yet I still dare to hope when I remember this. Dot, dot, dot. And what the next two verses say is what he recalled something to his mind. He remembered something. Even through all this, uh, amen, darkness and these uh, rough times that, that the children of Israel were going through, he began to remember some good stuff, praise God. And it brought him hope. It made him dare to hope again. The prophet was reminded about these things that brought him hope. You see, folks, hope is a very powerful thing to possess in your life. We all need hope. In fact, Paul said in chapter 8 of Romans, we are saved by hope. There's something about hope that keeps us going, not just hope for hope's sake, but to hope in something greater than ourselves. That kind of hope will keep us going. That kind of hope will keep us encouraged. That kind of hope will not allow us to give up or give in. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know what I have planned for you, says the Lord. I have planned to prosper you, not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. Praise God. Jeremiah 17, 7, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, amen, and whose hope is the Lord. And if you had any doubt that hope is synonymous, amen, with God. Romans 15, 13 clears it all up with these four words. It, Paul calls, amen, God, the God of hope. Amen. God is a God of hope. And we need hope right now. I got hope. I got hope. Amen. I'm not just hoping, amen, in some political outcome. I'm not just hoping in some financial outcome. I'm not just hoping for hope's sake. I just hope it happens. Oh, no. I'm putting my hope, amen, in the right place, and that's in Jesus Christ. Oh, hallelujah. 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 The first thing Jeremiah was reminded of was the Lord's mercies. Lamentations 3.22, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. You see, mercy is not getting what you deserve. Praise God. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. I, I look back on my life before God Amen. And even during serving God. <laughs> amen. And I deserved, amen, to have more thing, more to get more than I got. Amen. But because God, amen, is merciful. Hallelujah. He's a forgiving God and his blood will wash away our sins. Amen. I tell you right now, I wouldn't be standing up here if it wasn't for his mercies. Praise God. It's because of his mercies that we're not consumed. Amen. It's because of his mercy that I'm not consumed. Amen. When I was growing up, I didn't even think I'd be a Christian. If you told me that, sometimes I'd want to sock you in the, in the mouth. Amen. But I'm telling you, I don't even, people didn't even think I'd be a Christian, let alone a pastor. Praise God. But you know what? It's by the grace of God I am what I am. It's by the mercies of God I'm not consumed. His mercy is powerful if we 
If we receive what we truly deserve, none of us would be here right now. But because of his mercies, we're not consumed. We have hope. Amen. Notice it says mercies, plural. That means he's got plenty of mercy to go around for everybody. His mercy will never run out. Amen. God's mercy is bigger than any of my mistakes. Psalms 103, verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, plenteous in mercy. He will not shy, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. If he did, we'd be in trouble. But the Bible said, for as a heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. Praise God. That's the key, folks. You want the mercy of God? Get the fear of the Lord in your life. Get the respect for God. Get the respect for God's word. Amen. And your, his mercies will be coming your way. You. Praise God. The second thing Jeremiah was reminded of was God's compassions. Amen. And notice that's plural as well. Lamentation 3.22. His compassions fail not. Compassion is the capacity to feel sorrow for another's suffering or misfortune, to feel sympathy for another. Amen. And God's compassion doesn't stop at just feeling sorry for your situation. He always wants to do something about it if you'll let him. And so I implore everybody in the sound of my voice, let God in. Allow him to help you. Allow him to speak into your life and heal you and guide you in the right paths. And you'll see his compassions. You'll see his mercies. We need them. And when we get those things, it brings hope. I get hope when I think about the mercy of God. I got hope when I think about the compassions of God that fail not. Psalms 86, 15. But thou, O Lord, art a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. Psalms 78, 37. For their heart was not right with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant, but he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time he turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath, for he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes away and cometh not again. Oh, I'm telling you, I'm serving a merciful God. I'm serving a God that understands where I'm at. I'm serving a God, amen, that cuts me some slack. And it gives me time to get it right. Jesus. <laughs> Psalms 103, verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those that fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. Amen. Oh, we're serving a great God. I know, I know God is is a God of judgment in some cases. We read about that. But I'm trying to tell you right now, amen. Praise God. Right now, you're living in real-life lamentations. Right now, some of us are living in real-life lamentations. All of us are affected by the pandemic. All of us are affected by all kinds of things that are happening in our country and our world. Amen. And they're almost like some lamentations like Jeremiah was talking about. But when I remember these things, I have hope. When 
when I remember these things, God loves those that fear him and serve him. And great mercies and compassions are coming their way. Jesus, who is almighty God and manifest in human flesh, he always had compassion on the people that followed him. He had compassion on the multitudes. It caused them to, him to teach them, to feed them, and to heal them. He had compassion on the blind. He gave them back their sight. He had compassion on the lepers, and he cleansed them. He had compassion on the gathering maniac, and he cast a legion of demons out of his life. Amen. And if he did it for them, I'm telling you right now, he'll do it for you. He'll do it for me. He has the same compassion for you and I as well praise God all you got to do is come to him all you got to do is humble yourself all you got to do is be obedient yes, and you'll have the mercies you'll have compassion It's people that are way out by themselves. It's people that are way from God. It's people that even know to do good and do it not. Amen. Those are the people that are going to have tough times. Amen. And not get through, praise God. I'm not saying we're all not going to have tough times from time to time. But you know what? you got to be in the will of God. you got to be in God's favor. you got to be, amen, fearing the Lord and keeping his word. And then you'll have all the benefits I'm talking about coming your way. Oh, praise God. Amen. Call on Jesus. Go to Jesus. Put yourself in his hands and you're going to be okay. Amen. Because every morning, hallelujah, these things are new. We're not getting old mercy today. This is the fourth day of October 2020. We're not getting last year's mercies. We're not getting yesterday's compassions. Amen. We're getting everything fresh and new. Amen. God is making it fresh, like fresh coffee in the morning, like fresh pancakes or whatever. Amen. We're not getting yesterday's day-old donuts. Praise God. We're getting God's fresh mercies and compassion every day. It's new every morning. New every morning. The beautiful thing about God's mercies and compassion is found in verse 23. Our text, amen. Lamentations 3.23. They are new every morning. You see, 42 times the Bible said his mercy endures forever. It will never run out because it's new every morning. Every morning, God provides new mercies for us. His compassions fail not. They are as enduring as his great mercy. Every morning, his compassions are just as strong and impactful as they were yesterday, last month, last year, a hundred years ago. I'm telling you, God's got it. And you know what? His blood Praise God. Though it was physically shed 2,000 plus years ago, it's still as strong as it's ever been to wash away sin. For where where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. And the grace of God brings salvation and the blood flows and the sins are washed away and forgiven. Praise God. New every morning. You You know, there's something about the morning. It's the start of a new day. It brings with it new hopes, new possibilities, and new dreams. 
Psalms 59, 16 said, But I will sing of thy power, yea, I will sing aloud of thy mercy in the morning, for thou hast been my defense and refuge in the days of my trouble. Psalms 30, verse 5, For his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. You hear me, folks? Amen. You want life? You want life? You want the power of God in your life? Amen. In his favor is life. Get in God's favor. Do what you need to do. And God will give you life. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. Amen. I'm telling you, there's joy in the morning. There's new mercies in the morning. There's new compassions in the morning. The blood is just as powerful as it ever been in the morning. Amen. Thank God for the morning. Psalm 118, 24. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. No matter what we're going through and what we're facing, no matter what's going to happen in the near and distant future, we all have a reason to rejoice and be glad, knowing that every morning brings with it new mercies and compassions from God. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You can count on these things being there for you in abundance every morning. Amen. I don't care how bad yesterday was. Amen. You got a morning coming. If you'll just hang on and hold on to God, you got a morning coming. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. How do I know that? How do I know any of this? The very last part of verse 23 tells me all I need to know. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh, let those words cause great hope to flood your heart, mind, and soul today and every day, folks. Moses called him the faithful God. Apostle Paul let us know that God is faithful. Great is his faithfulness. He's faithful to his word. He's bound himself to his word. Amen. Not one jot or tittle. Amen. Is going to fall away unfulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will not pass away. You better hold on to his word. Praise God. It's forever settled in heaven. Hallelujah. He's bound himself to his word. And when we keep his word, he'll keep us. Amen. So stand on his word. Trust his word. Have faith in it because he's faithful to his word. And you know what else? He's faithful to his children. He's faithful to his people. Amen. He loves us and he'll take care of us. He'll forgive us. He'll cut us some slack. Amen. He'll give us a amen time. He'll give us grace. Praise God. And so the question is, are you a part of his people? Are you a part of his body this morning? Are you a part of his church? Were you once a part of his church and now you're not? Amen. It's time to come home. Amen. If you've never been born again of the water and spirit, it's time to do so right now. Get yourself ready so you can receive the endless mercies and compassions from the Lord. Be born again. Jesus said you must be born again to see the kingdom of God. You must be born again of water and spirit to enter into the kingdom of God. 
Amen. Peter said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. This promise is to you and your children, all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. That's what being born again of the water and spirit is. Water baptism in Jesus' name. Infilling of the Holy Ghost baptism. Amen. Let's get those things established in our lives. And we are going to have that hope. Amen. Beyond this veil of tears. We're going to have the hope. Amen. Which is Jesus Christ. The hope of glory. Amen. Oh, let's pray. Let's pray and talk to God right now. Let's worship Him. Thank you, Jesus. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.